0: Good Wednesday morning, everybody. It is the 26th of May, and my title today is Truth Number Two, Continued Planning Your Escapes. You know, in war, the advantage always goes to the side that is best prepared with the right equipment and the right intelligence. If you know your enemy's plans and movements, you can catch them when they least expect it and gain the advantage. And it is true in war. It's also true in many other areas of life as well, like let's take sports, for instance, American football. Why do you think NFL players, these professionals, watch hours of film before a game so that they can know what is the most likely play the other team will be running based on just how they line up. And if you see the quarterback taking the snap and heading one way in the backfield and the wide receiver heading toward him in the backfield, you realize it's probably an end around, and you are ready and waiting for that receiver to get the ball and you can drop him for a loss. We are told by Paul in Ephesians 6, that, listen, we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and the powers of demonic realms. Not just the devil, but Paul actually lists in Ephesians 6 four levels of demonic powers that are battling against us. And to ignore them is to our peril. Now, if you knew that someone is going to break into your home and rob you blind... When you're away at work, what would you do? Well, doing nothing and just hoping for the best, like maybe the police will just happen to be on the street or your neighbors might see something and call it in. Well, to trust in those two options, that's just pretty dumb, isn't it? Why not just leave your door key under the doormat that says welcome written on it? And better yet, just Leave the key in the lock. Yesterday we learned from this passage that when we are tempted, God is always faithful to not allow us to be tempted beyond our ability to resist. Is that true or false? Well, it's true, of course. Listen to it again as I read the passage, 1 Corinthians 10:13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with that temptation he will also provide a way of escape, so that you may be able to endure it. So he provides the way of escape, so that we might be able to endure the temptation and not have to fall back into sexual sin. However, we need to remember something that is extremely important. When the process of temptation first begins, it usually starts small and then, with time, grows with intensity. The longer we remain in that being-tempted mode, thinking about it or searching for something online or someone around us that we might be able to lust after, the longer we're doing that, the more powerful our lusts grow. And they'll be happy to start just, you know, small and then keep coming back larger and larger until it's a forest fire out of control and you forgot your squirt gun. Am I not right? Of course I am. I am because I've been there many, many times, and so have you. So let me share with you something that I have found to be extremely helpful. The more I remain in that, quote, being tempted mode, end quote, uh, we all know the stronger the pull of lust is and the more powerful the forces of sin and lust are growing until we ultimately give up and give in. It becomes like we're trying to balance ourselves on a ledge and see how far can we lean into the sin before the forces of the world, the flesh, and the devil suck you down over the cliff into sexual sin one more time. So here's the answer that we all need from this verse. Planning our escapes... BEFORE the temptation even happens. I know there are times when you get surprised with a sudden temptation. However, often, with a little forethought, we know when the temptation is going to come. And that is where a little planning on our part makes it easy to plan our escape BEFORE the temptation even begins. Let me illustrate. And trust me, guys, this isn't rocket science. It's just take some thinking with the head on your shoulders and not the one below your belt. So here's a common scenario that leads us to fall. We find ourselves alone at home or in a hotel room. With the internet connected and our devices become like the mythological Greek sirens singing out to Ulysses, luring him and his entire crew into temptation that would lead to their destruction, causing their boat to become shipwrecked on the rocks and all lives lost. But Ulysses had a plan. Before getting near the island of the Sirens, He had his mates lash him to the mast, and then they put wax into their own ears so that they could not hear the sirens and be lured into their destruction. So how about you? Knowing, let's say, your wife and family are going to be gone and you're going to be home alone. Well, should you just wait until the weekend starts and hope for the best? How many times has that plan failed? When we wait for the pull of temptation to start and then hope we will be able to have a plan, we should know that plan has never worked. Once the temptation starts, we stop thinking with our wise and rational minds, and we go with our sexual desires as the drugs are being released into our brain and it feels so good. Well, you know what? Even the warmth of the furnace felt good at a distance to Daniel's three friends before they were thrown into the burning inferno. Listen, escapes have been provided by God as this passage promises. However, we in our failure to plan will blow right past the exits and continue heading toward the cliff. So what if you plan your escapes earlier in the week, before the temptation even starts, before you're home alone and start to be tempted? You know, there's nothing that says that you have to just sit at home alone where you will certainly be tempted. Instead, why don't you have a friend come over as soon as your family leaves? Ask him to handcuff your hands behind your back to tie ropes around your ankles, to put a blindfold over your eyes and earplugs into your ears, and to set you down on the floor of your closet with some water available with a straw so that you can remain hydrated. That sounds like a pretty strong plan, but pretty ridiculous. Because even with all of that happening, even then, you can just walk into the adult bookstore in your brain between your ears and fantasize to your heart's content. Some of you would probably even try rolling over and humping the floor just to see if you could still have an orgasm. Sorry for being a little bit descriptive, but I bet some of you would try that just to see if you could overcome the odds and get what your lusts want again. So do you get the idea? God promises to provide a way of escape and exit. That you can take. However, what my experience tells me, and your experience should be telling you, that knowing and planning your escape ahead of time is a very simple and effective way to defeat temptation and our enemy before we're even beginning to be tempted. So let me give you an assignment that if you do it, I promise you, you'll thank me for it later. Create a list of five escapes that you can do depending on five circumstances that have led to your falls. Now, almost all of us fall because we're alone and we have time. So plan on not being alone. Go out with your friends. Do something together. And then set a curfew for yourself when you will go to bed without your phone or tablet or computer, or laptop, or smart TV in your bedroom. And then, just as a safety measure, sprinkle a large bag of sharp tacks onto the floor as you get into bed. Hey man, whatever it takes. Again, God has promised to provide you an escape, and the sooner you take it, the easier it is to endure the temptation and grow stronger in fighting against it. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care, and goodbye.